Hi, Annie Trenders. Welcome to a very special podcast episode today. Um, we are calling it Girl Taku, and it's our first episode ever. Um, this will be a branch off from our usual anime trending podcast, but uh, the members who will be part of this Girl Taku will be uh, members that you've definitely heard from the normal anime trending podcast episodes. Um, I am Gracie, and we also have... Isabel here. And Agnes. And we are the ladies of Anime Trending. So, um, of course, we have a few more, but we are the ladies uh, today of Anime Trending. So, um, this will consistently consist of the three of us, potentially um, one per- another guy once in a while. But, um, you know, this is um, basically for you guys to get to know us, the ladies of Anime Trending, a little better. And we'll start off today's episode by talking about our likes and dislikes or uh, more specifically genres. Because, you know, everyone knows that there's a lot of genres in anime, whether it's like the more general, like fantasy or sports or drama or we can go even further into like um, isekai specific fantasies and um, and you know light fantasy etc so um, Isabel I'm going to start with you and pick on you because I genuinely don't know what genres you prefer and which genres you don't like and stuff like that so enlighten us yeah you know what I think this will be a very good podcast for all of us because I think all of us here at Anime Trending watch a lot of anime so it's kind of hard for me to guess everyone's, um, you know, favorite type of genre anime and stuff like that. So, looking forward to that. And um, for me, I just pulled up my list of, you know, my completed list and <laughs> anime I tend to like in the genre. I feel like it's more towards action and then uh, comedy. Uh, my favorite one is uh, Gintama, so that's kind of has both the action and mm-hmm. the comedy. Um, so those are my top two in terms of that. And that's that's like a lot of shows, I feel like, like Shonen or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like My Hero Academia, I'll like as well. Um, so kind of mainstream for me. I think a lot of my friends will tell me, you watch mainstream anime. And I'm like, yes. And then I watch a little others too. So the other, my third one would be uh, Slice of Life uh, would be my other top choice uh, because I do like the shorter animes as well. Mm-hmm. And... Um, pretty much there um what about action and comedy that makes you like drawn towards it more i think they're they're a really good combination i think you'll see that in real life too i -hmm. I always go back to this interview that i saw with like jackie chan and jackie chan is like really good at you know combining action and comedy together in his films um so i think i'm just naturally drawn to those in anime as well action because that's kind of where anime shines uh, in that you can they can make up, you know, crazy moves or crazy characters and um, pull up, you know, really, really cool fight sequences. So examples like Demon Slayer, those are really awesome sequences. Oh, yeah. And then I obviously, agree. you know, right. And then so with that, you know, with that, I also need the comedy just to, you know, sprinkle it in there, you know, take some breaks. And I think comedy, like watching a show at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know, can really help you be more happy at the end of the day you know if you had a tough day you can just something uh watch some anime that's full of comedy or something um i think working was one of my other ones um that's pretty much a good one right it's just full of comedy and slice of life so 
So I, um, out of curiosity, since your friends say like you watch the more mainstream ones, were you the ones who were like really into Naruto and Bleach and such, or um, was or did you like come into the anime world later after those? Yeah, exactly. So I did start with those. Um, Naruto was probably my first one because uh, my cousin okay. was watching it. I think it was on Toonami back then. Oh yes, uh, it is. <laughs> so we started off. Or with it that. was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and then after watching Naruto, I kind of. Uh, you know, went on that same train, uh, continue on with Bleach. I have started One Piece, but I've never been able to complete that. I did read some of the manga as well, mm-hmm. but I don't know why. Maybe it's the art style that feels a little different to me. I'm just not able to keep up with it. Or now that's like, I don't know how many episodes long, so many episodes, it's hard for me to watch that now. Um, it's, it's 700 something, I think. I thought it was 900. <laughs> I guess yeah, I, I think it's the manga chapters because mm. I think they're about to reach a 1,000 chapter milestone. Dang! Soon. But in terms of the anime, I don't think it's at a thousand episodes just yet. Okay, if I recall. Dang! I know there's going to be a lot of One Piece fans who are going to feel very tragic. That <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't watch that one. I'm sorry. Unable to. <laughs> they are very loyal to their uh, manga or their fan base as a whole. <laughs> That's really interesting because I actually I didn't peg you for like um, a mainstream anime gal at all, but um, I guess I should have seen it coming because you are the one who watches uh, My Hero Academia. I-, I don't watch it, so but at the same time, it's still surprising. I didn't expect that. So in regards to genres you don't like that or that you're naturally more critical towards, what would be those? Um. For me, I think actually I don't really like the isekai genre. I will watch okay. some, like I do. Like I did like Konosuba. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then I don't like it, adventure is kind of I guess the genre that I don't really like watching. Or I'll start something, but then I'll kind of like drop off in the middle because I I don't know why I just don't like it or um, I just don't feel like continuing with it. It really depends on the characters too, uh, for me. But yeah, the isekai genre, I don't really watch. Um, I think that's the only one. The other, I'm trying to think of other shows. There was that one with the sword. I know you watched it, Gracie. The um, the one with the sword shield. I forgot. Oh, you don't want to watch that one. <laughs> no? <laughs> really? Uh, the that was the one I watched one, like right? the first episode. The shield hero, yeah, that one. No, you don't no. want to watch that one. Why would you watch that one? <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure there are a lot of fans behind that one. No, I feel like the characters are pretty interesting. There's a lot of fans, I think, for the manga and the light novel for sure. Mm-hmm. But I think the anime expectations, it just got really toxic within the community for the adaptation specifically. And it's not well written. Like, I mean, I can't say for the original sources because I don't read the light novels or the manga, but as an anime watcher, it's not well written. Like, <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't really change. <laughs> I can confirm that as someone who did read the manga uh, fairly extensively before the anime came out. Yeah, he's still a sad, angsty boy that doesn't really change. And it's not even that. It's just like... The the female characters are so flat and non-complex, and god, don't even get me started talking about Raftalia being so popular. I cannot even <laughs> with that. I've had too many rants about that already. We don't need another rant here. Um, 
Um, I was actually, I was thinking, you know, Shield Hero's side. I was thinking maybe that was why you were having trouble with One Piece because One Piece is very adventure esque, and you said that you don't, um, you it's harder for you to sort of like get into the adventure genre. So I was oh, that might be yeah. a reason why out of all the mainstream ones, um, One Piece was harder for you. You know? Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, I didn't think about that. Probably, yeah. Because- is it also? Because the adventure genre, typically at the very beginning, it's very episodic. Because I feel that the adventure genre, especially like for One Piece and for even Shield, Rising Shield Hero, there doesn't it kind of just goes around people having fun exploring and having shenanigans, but it doesn't pinpoint an actual plot or progression. So maybe that might be another reason why you don't like adventure either. Probably, yeah. I think there has to be a plot, so... Uh, for example, like reincarnating as a slime, that too, I wasn't able to finish or start, um, even though it's supposed to be really cute. And I think it's supposed to be one of those shows where, you know, it's just uh, kind of like having fun, right? When you're going on an mm-hmm. adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only one that I did watch, which I watched recently and you guys all know, would be uh, Seven Deadly Sins. That's very adventure based, but I think there's also a plot in that. They're trying to go find the seven deadly sins. So I was able to stick with that. And it also has action and comedy. So I think that kind of overwrote that as well as the characters for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of one of the examples where I do take uh, adventure if there is action and comedy, I guess. <laughs> mm, that's a good point, too. It's The seven deadly sins is a very straightforward plot. And it actually gets resolved, at least finding the seven deadly sins. Mm-hmm. It gets resolved fairly quickly. Like they actually managed to find all of them versus like, one piece, it really oh, yeah. drags out the the concept of I'm going to be like Pirate King or whatever. So yeah, yeah that mm-hmm. that's that's probably another issue with the adventure genres. I don't blame you on that at all. And like if I'm thinking about know. it with Naruto as well, because you could say, oh, well, you know, they dragged out Naruto wanting to become a Hokage, but as someone who's watched it or read it at the very least, the that sort that dream or that um, motivation sort of took a backseat because of all the war and other stuff that was happening. So um, it becomes a little different than um, One Piece's like you know searching uh, for the One Piece slash um, you know becoming Pirate King again. So that's another thing I thought of as comparison. One Piece fans would probably argue about the same thing too yeah. with the fact that there is a lot of spoilery plot points that hinder the characters from moving forward but it takes a long time Mm -hmm. it is still an adventure at its core they meet new people they go to new places but it's not like from point a to point b yeah um so i since the more episodic stuff might feel slow for you isabel what about because you said you like slice of life slice of life gets very episodic or or is it the ones that aren't episodic that you like (laughs) I think, yeah, I do like episodic anime uh, and then Slice of Life, but it's kind of like the cuter ones, like Barakamon, for example. Mm. Uh, I do like stories that are more, I guess, based in the real world a little bit, has a little okay. bit of reality to it. Okay. Um, another example mm. I think we watched was Kakushi Goto. That one was a good one as well. Yes, yes, Slice that was really good. Mm-hmm. So I'll watch those like short ones. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to see a uh, resemblance <laughs> now in regards to um, <laughs> what you like and what you don't like. Yes, I am secretly psychoanalyzing her, guys. What a surprise! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Oh, the, the the listeners probably don't know. I'm really big into personality analysis, but that's a whole can of worms we'll get into later. Um, all right, that's really cool. I didn't know that about you, Isabel. Um, yeah. So, Agnes, your turn. What genres do you tend to like more, and what genres do you tend to not like more? <laughs> I, well, I guess, like, my top three genres would be it's similar to Isabel's in which we both like the action mm-hmm. where it's really fast paced um, there's a lot of really cool things that animators have done throughout the years and the decades to really make the action look stunning and beautiful mm-hmm. which I really like to see all the stylistic elements in that for action specifically whether it's like hand to hand combat or like exploding magic mm-hmm. so that's usually really cool it keeps me it keeps my attention rooted to the screen, really. Ah, okay. Uh, my second favorite would be historical fiction. Okay. I actually minored in history in college, so I really like anything that has either a basis in history or if it takes more of a creative twist, it takes historical characters and isekaiing them. Uh, so stuff like, for instance, um, Drifters, where they took Japanese... Um, samurai and politicians and put them into a fantasy world where they have to like fight for their lives for instance so that's usually really cool and i guess my last favorite which kind of may come off as a surprise maybe not is the jose genre which doesn't really get a lot of anime mm. but in terms of manga if if the right one is adapted it's usually very very good so did you like chihaya yeah. food then that's like the first one that comes to mind <laughs> So I actually tried to watch Chihaya Furu after I edited your article on season three. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't get around to it, though. Interesting. Okay. For some reason. I like the premise. I really do. And I do like the characters. But sometimes it's hard for me to binge things in one sitting. Mm-hmm. So I'll like watch a little bit and then I'll stop. And then I'll wait until another time period where I can just do it in one burst. So it just really de- it's just really time dependent for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I guess, like, what is one Jose anime that you really, really like? My favorite one, and I think one of us read it, watched it here, and or wrote an article for it, was for Showa Genroku Rakugo Shinju. Oh, that's me. That's me. (laughs) Yeah, okay, there you go. That's you. I was like, it's either you or... Or Isabel. It's one no, of the two. I couldn't me. remember that was for the, the life That of was me. me, and I, I, I think I've legitimately said to someone, be like, I would die for this anime. <laughs> so, <laughs> it is so stupidly complex and so well-written with the nuances that it's just amazing to watch. Like, you don't have to be somebody who's really big on Japanese theater, but it's just very deep, and there's a lot of layers to it that really makes you second-guess by the end of the series. Um... Well, uh, yeah, that's just basically it. I just really like show. Oh, I actually wrote an essay about it in college. Oh, uh, nice. I think it was my freshman year end term essay. It was about, we are, our prompt or theme of the year was about Empire and its Ruins. And I wrote about the portrayal of Rakugo in the current era and in preceding eras where it declined very much like empires. And then it eventually shot back up to fame when things in the media began to change like radios and television stations. So that that's more of a side tangent, but that shows how much I like 
the show. Did you get a good grade? <laughs> yeah, that's good. I- yeah, I got a pretty decent grade for it. I was pretty proud of it. Okay. So I'm like, all right, I wrote something about anime in college. I fulfilled something. <laughs> have yeah, you like written you said, something about it. anime, Isabel, <laughs> in college? <laughs> have I? Not really, actually. I wrote my own things, but I never could apply it to like an essay or English class essay. I had to write more boring topics, I would say. <laughs> ah, dang it. That's fair. I, I did that for most of college. This was like the only experience I had, and I'm like, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And then after that, everything else was like, nah, you're going to write about boring STEM topics. It's going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I applied my anime to a stat class that got me the second highest score in the grade, in the oh. class. <laughs> what, what, did you, what did you write about? Um, I didn't write about it, so I basically did a stat um, model to see if certain elements of an anime contribute to automatically a higher score. Okay. And so I analyzed, like, the number of award-winning seiyus, their original source genre, um, you know, which season they aired in. Um, yeah. Like, I, I, I evaluated a whole bunch of things, and I ran a statistical model, and then uh, figured out which model variables are more important and then basically wrote a report on that that's intense it was really really cool it's a pretty funny story because what happened was it was a group project and so all of us in the group watched anime and um um we thought we had finished, but um, thank God for him. So one of my really good friends in college, his name's Ben. Um, he's very, very detail-oriented, and I am not. And what happened was I we had gone to bed after we thought we finished, but he just was paranoid, and so he kept checking and checking and checking the variables to see if we analyzed it correctly. And so, oh. and then he discovered something that really big that we missed. And so he ended up um, calling me and waking me up at like 4 a.m. And I was really angry at first when I woke, when I got woken up by a phone call because I was like, this better be good if it's at 4 a.m. Someone's calling me, how dare you? Because I'm a huge sleeper. And then I saw the name on the phone and I was like, oh, something must have, he must have saw something on the project. And so we made some <laughs> huge last minute changes at the very end. But you know what? It got us the second best grade. So. Wow. Good job for you guys. Yeah, yeah we really were very proud of it. Um, this got off topic. Um, so what, <laughs> um, to no one's surprise whatsoever, but, um, so out of the genres that you don't like then, Agnes, what would you say they are? I very much dislike Mecca. Okay. Um, there is one exception to that, which is Iron Blood Orphans, okay. which I really liked, um, because of the plot and characters. But as much as I love action, for the life of me, my brain is not wired to remember all the names and parts of the mechas or feel sympathy when it like breaks apart. Mm. I don't know. I'm not like a Gundam fan or anything, so I actually can't relate whenever I watch uh, a mecha series at all. Okay, um, that's really interesting. I would. Um, it's funny because I almost pegged you to enjoy it because you like technical aspects. So. <laughs> You know, I keep telling myself, I'm just like, give Mecca one more shot, Agnes. Don't, like, put it down. It is such a big thing in Japan, mm-hmm. but for the life of me, I don't really care about robots okay. at all. Which is probably me, which probably explains why I'm not an engineer. 
<laughs> so that is true. You aren't an engineer. Oh, do you think James would like it? Uh, if if the mecha turns into a train, he'll like it. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's all the extent that I know. <laughs> for for anime trenders who are listening in and don't know James' preference, he really really likes trains. Um, and so if we had and if we had something about trains, I bet he would definitely be on board watching it and trying to comment for it. But unfortunately, we don't have a lot of train animes, with the exception of like Real Wars, which was pretty disastrous. Are there any other genres you don't like? Uh, the one that I dislike the most. And I just think it's just bad representation is the martial arts genre. Uh, for context, I actually do, for context for the uh, anime trending viewers, I actually do, I did martial arts for five years. I did Shokan Karate. Something in martial arts that's represented in anime tends to be overshadowed by a lot of the flashy action. And sorry, when sorry you're a martial artist, quick, you just kind of want to... Quick question. Oh, yeah. um, I never thought of martial yeah. arts as a genre. Like, can you like give some examples of which anime you're thinking of? Yeah, so, like, it, it's kind of weird. Like, for instance, if you're thinking about, like, their very recent, like, God of High School, mm-hmm. they call it martial arts. But the real heart of God of High School isn't actually about martial arts. But they throw it in as a sub-tag... Because they name throw and they name drop a lot of the styles. Um, you see stuff like this. Uh, you see less of it in things like Asuran or Baki the Grappler, mm. which are two very popular series um, that are currently airing on Netflix for martial arts. But in general, there's actually not a lot of martial arts themed shows where like characters go to a dojo or characters enter a ring i guess you would say like megalobox is a really good one mm. but other than that or like um ashita no jo which is a very very popular series from like i think like the 60s or 70s mm-hmm. but other than that anime really underrepresents martial arts as a core genre even though Japan is heavily reliant on martial arts, and they just try to make it very flashy and throw it as a subtag, which I don't really like. Okay, I see. I just want to ask if there's any show that you've seen that might have represented rep- represented uh, martial arts well, at least? To be honest, I don't actually know any. Mm. I've read good mangas for martial arts. Like, uh, I think there's a really good one that's still airing. It's like Karate... Minoru, something like that, about literally college kids entering uh, a karate dojo, um, which is actually, and they use a lot of real life application and also like actual techniques that you would see in a normal dojo when you enter in. So that was something that I really liked. But other than that, I don't actually see it in anime at all. Maybe you have something like Bamboo Blade, for instance, which is focusing on kendo, Mm -hmm. but it's very falls under that weird category of like cute girls doing cute things almost. <laughs> so it's doesn't really feel as martial artsy as I would have liked. I see, okay. Would you like to see that uh, manga as an anime? Yeah, there's a lot of really good stuff. Uh, a good example is I think like Hanaza Sky is a really good one too of karate martial arts. Uh, that I would really like to see as adapted. But if you want to get a good slice, a good, uh, not slice, <laughs> a good example of slice. martial arts that may appeal to you, um, 
what's the series? Uh, Hajime no Ippo is actually very good. I'm just not into boxing, so I don't watch it. But I have a lot of friends who do practice boxing, and they're like, yeah, Hajime Ippo is. They, they, they got the animation down for mm-hmm. it. I guess I always package those just under sports in my eyes. You know, that is very valid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but at the same time, like, it also, sports anime is also one of those things, too, where it's, like, also a bit unrealistic. Mm-hmm. In that aspect, they do a lot of, like, flashy moves. Like, for instance, like, Prince of Tennis, you got, like, Drive D, uh, where they smash the tennis ball with the racket and it does like some weird arc spin or whatever right? oh um and then in uh kuroko no basket or kuroko's basketball it's like it's really ridiculous <laughs> yeah it's one of those things where you're like it looks great for the anime presentation and for the fans to go like wow that's so cool i wish i could emulate that but the moment you go onto the court yeah people are gonna look at you funny i actually so funny story and probably a lot of people relate to this because i've known one too many people who do this I used to be really into the Haikyuu manga back before the anime started. Oh, okay. And me being my gung host, like high school self, I'm like, I'm going to join the volleyball team, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm going to be as cool as Hinata or whatever. The moment I got onto the court and literally failed to do a receive, everyone looked at me like, who are you? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> so that's kind of like an example of like where anime takes it a little bit too far and it's not as realistic as it could be. Okay, but in Haikyuu's defense, as someone who likes Haikyuu and actually doesn't like sports, we'll get there. But um, uh, the author does a lot of consultation with professional um, volleyball players to make it as realistic as possible and in fact my um, um, so I graduated from UT Austin um, the UT Austin one of the um, one of the club's uh, volleyball team when there's like this fun like sports bracket thing that happens uh, on campus every year um, they all watch Haikyuu uh, and actually like practice and sort of emulate the strategies that the, the team uses and they say like it's it actually works like there's there's an actual like explanation to why these characters do these certain things so um so yeah my argument is Haikyuu is actually probably the most realistic of the sports <laughs> you know what that's fair um, I also think that it's part of like that newer generation of sports manga that comes out that tries to be more realistic. I, we have the example of um, what's the Ahiro no Sora, mm-hmm. right? Right. That was airing a couple of seasons ago about basketball. I think it's a it's fairly still. more realistic interpretation of basketball than, let's say, Kuroko no Basket. So it might be a newer trend of sports anime that comes out that tries to focus on realism in the sport rather than uh hyper stylize it Mm -hmm. that is true um that is and that's really interesting because i would almost say you know i wouldn't be pretentious enough to say like this for sure but i would guess that it actually haiku sort of jump started it because of how big it got and um, because definitely if you compare Haikyuu to um, Kuroko's basketball, like the Kuroko's basketball is very, very highly unrealistic and Haikyuu looks super grounded in comparison. So yeah, it does. Haikyuu definitely is a lot more grounded. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was thinking about the martial arts and the sports thing. Is there any other genres that you pr- don't prefer or, um, you know, you're just more critical towards? 
I think the last one, and this probably might anger a lot of people, is the harem and the reverse harem trope. Mm. It's more of something that I grew out of over the years. So, <laughs> oh, you included both. You said harem and reverse harem. Okay, what what happened? <laughs> uh, I used to like reverse harems a lot. I I used to, I actually started with harem because I didn't know what it was as e bitty middle schooler and high schooler. I'm just like, oh, new anime clicks and watches, right? Interesting. Um, okay, <laughs> harems not my thing. It's a lot of fan service. Reverse harems. I used to really like back in high school mm-hmm. when you have like the hormone raging. But <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, you kind of look at it and you're like, you know, men like that aren't realistic. Like most of the guys that I were friend- was friends with or I had known throughout both college and high school, co- throughout high school and college, reverse timeline, they don't act like that in a reverse harem. So eventually right. I kind of like, <laughs> dropped off the map with the reverse harem. The only exception to that would be like, Yona of the Dawn or Atsuki no Yona. So good. (laughs) Which has a very good plot. And the guys are really great. But everything else is kind of like weird. It's it's kind of the same the same way as uh Isabel and myself. We discussed this with uh Nubles for Mr. Love. Where some of the guys are a little bit creepy or a little bit unrealistic. (laughs) But that's just the nature of the reverse harem. But didn't you like Mr. Love? I think the point is I do like Mr. Love because it covers plot points because the actual game doesn't. There's a lot of holes. You actually don't. There's not a good plot progression with the plot holes. But the guys themselves are still a hit or miss, in my opinion. But do you think the guys are good looking? Because I think that's the the appeal now. for 10 out of 10. Actually, 11 out of 10. (laughs) Great looking. (laughs) These are very important ratings, guys. I can appreciate a character for how they look, but their personality is a completely separate matter that doesn't quite factor into how much I like them either. Mm. That's where I draw the line. Very, All right, very yeah, that's fair. <laughs> well, I guess it's my so turn. Now that Gracie's done, yeah, we're she's we're she's done hyper analyzing as it's time for us to hyper analyze her. <laughs> Please feel free to Retribution time. All um, right. So um, genres that I like. So this is really hard because I'm very, very eclectic when it comes to um, the stuff I enjoy watching or reading. Um, it's actually like I will genuinely try everything um, even the harm, which I do have a lot of issues with the harm genre as a whole, but um, I still tried out. I still try them out every once in a while, still, and um, and I'll sometimes get surprised. So, um, you guys are gonna hate me for this, <laughs> like oh, literally okay. everyone and like you two and the listeners are gonna hate me for this. So, I didn't mind asterisk more. If you remember that at all when it came out. Um, I vaguely remember it, but do go on. Okay, it was a harm anime, and there was, like, this epic video on YouTube that analyzes the first episode and how it fails as a series and stuff, which was a great video, by the way. Um, But I, like, the first season was so, like, generic that I genuinely don't remember what happened in it at all, but... It got a second season, and because I'm an idiot, I, I, I'll watch second seasons of stuff that I've already seen the first season of, um, and the female characters all got really, really fleshed out in the second season, where you really see them, like, being friends, bonding, and, like, it was so much more than just, like, they like the guy, and so I ended up 
enjoying that series, oh. which I know a lot of people actually hate. So I'm like, well, I guess that's just me on. That's just me in regards to this. So, um, so yeah, basically, I I I can like any genre out there, and I've always been like this. I will read any type of books. I'll watch any type of movies. Um, as long as you have a good plot and good characters, like I genuinely would enjoy it. Um, or even a decent plot or characters. I'll still find it entertaining, if nothing else. Um, I think, so it'll be easier for me to talk about what I don't like. So first of all, I can't watch horror. Um, <laughs> I, and it's not even because like, I, I just don't like it. It's more like I'm a coward and as a kid, <laughs> I really am. As a kid in second grade, my parents watched a horror movie in which it was a happy ending and the police were actually useful. Like, it's not even that bad, really. But my parents watched a horror movie and it frightened me so much that I had nightmares for a week. And I get scared so easily that I can't even read synopsis. Like, I read the synopsis of one horror anime and I had had to watch cat videos for an hour before I went to bed so I could purge like the thoughts or like the memories out of my head. And so like that's how bad I am with scary stuff. So I so that's just a genre that I don't touch, period. Um That's too bad because Hanai Natsuki plays a lot of horror games. And oh I know you God. watch his channel. I know, but it's okay because my roommate's also scared of them, so we're we just stay scared together. <laughs> Usually, we just watch his Fall Guy videos or his Animal Crossing videos. The Fall Guy videos are just me screaming half the time, so I was reacting with them. Um, but yeah, no, I can't. I can't do any of the horror videos uh, for sure, and I can't. I can't. T- I can't read it. I can't watch it. I can't listen to it. I can't. I can't any anything with it. I'm just really bad. Um, my second one is actually similar to yours, Agnes. I'm not very good with Mecca at all. Um, I think it just it just doesn't interest me and the technical stuff like the 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 actual like machines and stuff like that like they don't interest me either Um, I will say um, I love Code Geass which uses mm, Mecca. Yeah, no, Kugias, I forgot. Yeah, that's a good one. You're but right, at the end of the day, it was less about the Mecca, more about the politics anyway. So, um... So ultimately, I still don't like Mecca. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I get it. Uh, going back to the the horror, the dislike in horror, do you, in your mind for anime, do you differentiate between horror and thriller? I do, actually. Uh, genre? Yes, okay. I do. So you're more inclined to watch thriller, so as long as there's no jump scare elements like that scene in horror, or is it more like body gore? In that sense, um, kind of both, honestly. So, um, okay. I, for example, Alvin Lead is a classic, um, and is also considered mm-hmm. a horror. And I couldn't get past the first episode or the first few minutes because of how gory it got. Even though, like, my friends made a point and said, like, the blood's peak. It doesn't even look like blood, but it still was too much for me to handle because it was all happening so quickly and like such a short period of time. I just, I just couldn't do it. 
So, but I also don't do well with jump scares either. Um, I think a bigger thing, it's, okay, it's body gore, but it's also um, the supernatural element. Like, I can't do ghosts for the life of me. I can't do ghosts. I can't do monsters. But I can do serial killers. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So... I so know stuff it like- sounds it, it sounds it sounds um hypocritical, but it's like I don't like and and like um one of my best friends made a point. She was like, I don't understand why ghosts scare you when you're literally like going into rabbit holes reading about serial killers. And it, for me, it's more like it's more like because serial killers are real and thus they can be handled. You know, like. They get caught. Right. They get they get tried. You know they get executed or imprisoned for life. Like ultimately they can be handled, but like ghosts and stuff. Like you can't even touch them. Like what the heck am I supposed to do if there's a ghost? You know. <laughs> like- <laughs> so in this case, you don't have a problem with psychological horror. Like for instance, I think one psychological horror movie that came out a couple of years ago is Split, which is about a a, a criminal who kidnaps children, but he has, like, split personalities. Oh, yeah, I did like that one. <laughs> okay. Oh. So, so as long as it's not supernatural, ghosts, something that crawls out of a well or out of the oh, TV. No, 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 yeah, none of those. And it's a living... And it's a living human being who just can stab you with a knife. That's fine, right? <laughs> I mean, but I, I don't like um, some of the other ones, like, um, a saw. I didn't like that one. Like, that... That, like, just reading about it gives me the heebie-jeebies, like. <laughs> um, Interesting. So it's just very uh, dependent, then, for you. It yeah, just depends on whatever it, it really is. is. But that one felt less like a thriller, because it was literally like, you are going to die. <laughs> like, that felt <laughs> horror to me. So, okay, here's my question. I loved Parasite, which I know gets categorized as a horror, but I thought it was more like psychological thriller for me. So, what are your Parasite thoughts? Parasite is definitely not Parasite is definitely not horror. Okay, uh, cool. What I would consider horror, so it's a very old anime from two thousand six called Ghost Hunt. Which oh god, is literally I, about I know what that paranormal is. I, I read the synopsis and it scared the crap out of me. So, <laughs> I watched it as a kid at night. That was not fun. I had to ask oh. my mom to escort me upstairs. Oh. <laughs> So that tells you how scary it was. But definitely Parasite is not horror. It's weird body horror. In the sense, like, you know, his hand shifts into a very weird form and other people take on alien forms. But at the end of the day, there's no horror. Yeah, it's cool and it's like a thriller type more than anything else. There is gore, obviously, because, you know, people are getting their body parts chopped off. It's close enough to be, uh, what do you call it, Lovecraftian horror, question mark, Mm -hmm. but not really. Okay, so I'm still, like, on brand, essentially. <laughs> yeah, you're no, okay. You're, you're okay. It makes sense, yeah. Okay, so yeah. So that's my... So that's the thing with horror. So, Mecca... Um, uh, so I, I know uh, this is actually a huge, like, uh, separation from girls in regards to this, but I don't... I'm very critical towards the sports genre, um, and I think it heavily has to do with the fact that I hate competition. I've hated competition ever since I was a kid. And so when anime is just completely and utterly focused on that competition, I'm just like, like, it just doesn't click for me. Despite the fact that I just said I love Haikyuu, which I do, but, um, I do know... Haikyuu hits a bit different. Huh? Haikyuu hits a bit different. Yes. Um, so... Yeah. 
I, I actually, so I analyze myself, right, to understand myself better. And um, the thing I realize that, like, the common thread that sort of, like, determines whether I really like a story or not is how, is stories that really explore relationships between people. And I'm not even talking about romantic relationships. I'm talking about any sort of uh, relationship, like bonds and like familial, platonic relationships that people have with society, you know, like relationships they have with themselves, like that sort of like relationship ultimately makes me, uh, helps me connect to an anime or not. And so, um, which is why I love Showa Gunroku, uh, Rakugo Shinju, because that's all it was, was an exploration of relationships. And so, um, but with sports, because, like, there's an obvious, like, good guy team, even though the opposing team isn't exactly bad, but it's still, like, antagonist, you don't really get to know the other side and you only get to see one side, and that doesn't interest me as much. I, I'm always big on seeing the whole picture, and that's where Haikyuu has always been different when it came in. It always, always had long features and explorations of the characters on the other side to the point where you sometimes forget, like, who's actually the protagonist. I've, like, I've even seen, like, video reactions to, like, old Haikyuu episodes where... They will cheer for one team, and then a few minutes later, when the other team, that character has character development, they cheer for them too, and they like, and they realize it, and they're like, "Wait, who whose team am I even rooting for?" At this point? <laughs> you know, and that's what I like is that sort of dynamic dynamic character development, and you don't really get that in sports as much, which is why Haikyuu hits different for me. Um, but, which is also why I'm a little, I'm more critical slash, slash, like, less inclined towards, um, sports. So, would you say that instead of sports being a genre, it could be a supplement for the particular genre that it's supporting? So, like, I guess Haikyuu would be considered action and drama? Mm-hmm. In that sense, because it seems that from what you're saying is that you're very more focused on the character and the plot progression mm-hmm. rather than the actual sport itself, which sounds like it's coming secondary in comparison to other sport animes like Kuroko Basket or like Hanabado, which was the uh, the badminton anime. Yes, I think that's cr- I think you you hit it right on the nail. Um, and that also, um, and that also explains why um, I am. I mean, like I said, I, I dabble in harm for sure and reverse harm, but um, ultimately, I'm also very, very critical, or usually don't enjoy a harm slash reverse harm anime because of the same reason: is um, the characters are always very, very flat, and I need very complex, diverse characters um, to fill the screen. And it's like, but if you have that. I actually don't care what genre you're in. I, I'll like it, but you know, it's like you said, it sort of becomes the the these particular genre, um, like mecha or sports or harm. I guess they sort of take a backseat in that regards, and they become more supplemental. So, I see. I see. Okay. So that's mine. Is there any surprises? <laughs> No, I would just say that you're an all-rounder, which makes it really easy for you to get into a lot of particular animes versus uh, someone, some of us may be a little bit more picky with stuff that we watch. 
I mean, this is why I ended up watching so many. I have 15 anime next season. Right. What am I going to do, guys? <laughs> I don't know. That's that's on you, yeah, man. That's that's, you. that's your scheduling. That's not ours. Yeah, I know. Like, I don't want to give up a single one. But then I'm like, there's so much. <laughs> so, this is the first season I've been below 10. Like, I only have nine this season. Isn't that incredible? <laughs> What's that phrase? It's like... I have 99 problems, but that problem ate mine. That's how I feel towards your scheduling with 15 animes next wow, season. Wow, talk about code, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you, you pick and choose. You you pick and choose your stuff. But it's so hard to you're pick not and choose when pressured. the synopsis all sound interesting. <laughs> Which I guess is the point of okay, the synopsis. But <laughs> yeah. And you don't uh, drop any, right? Uh, once you start watching them, or no, I don't. Mm-hmm. Which is another problem. But Gracie's an <laughs> idiot because she likes to give benefit of the doubt, and sometimes even when there's only two episodes left, she's like, maybe, maybe this anime will get maybe. better. Um, the the answer to that question is no. It usually does not. <laughs> <laughs> To no one's surprise, um, let me tell you the anime that broke me. This is the anime that made me stop or promise myself to, like, stop watching sequels. Um, it's called Plunder. <laughs> Which I've heard, I'm sure the, oh, Isabel, you haven't heard me rant about Plunder, have you? I haven't. I haven't seen either, so I don't really know. Um, and you don't, you you don't need to watch about, it. Please, please. Uh, please don't watch it. Actually, save yourself <laughs> okay. time and just don't watch it. Um, God, it was so bad. It was torture every episode. It was literally torture. I've never felt so tortured watching <laughs> an anime series. That's a lie. Big Order was also torture. Did you guys he- re- uh, watch that one? <laughs> you know, I saw the news about Big Order when... They said with the headline on Anime News Network was like, uh, the mangaka of Mirai Nikki is writing Big Order. Look forward to it. And everyone was like, ooh, we're going to get some cool stuff. And then it just completely disappeared off the map. (laughs) So I think that was a signal for me to like, don't even bother reading it. Okay, great. Don't bother. (laughs) I also made the mistake of watching that one. God, it was so bad. I can't even with it. Um, did I watch it to the end? Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, why did I do that? Because I'm an idiot. So <laughs> You're not an idiot. You're just optimistic Very. and hoping for good changes, which is not bad. Because some animes It's kind do of bad when I wasted so up. much time of my life into that stupid plunderer anime. Like, ugh. I mean, at that point, you can just zone out and just like skim through the episode if you dislike it enough. I'm on my phone half the time. Also, it's really, really insulting towards women, at least in my opinion. You know, okay, it literally starts out with the main character like peering, like rubbing his face into a girl's underwear. Like, that's literally how it starts. (laughs) Prime fan service. And I say that sarcastically. (laughs) And then it like, like and then it was just setup. no, it's just it's so bad. And oh yeah, and there was like oh this is oh, this is gold. You guys are gonna love this. Um, you can't tell the sarcasm. <laughs> 
Um, but um, there's like when we were figuring out like the main character's past and he was getting traumatized because of war and all that stuff. And so um, like the girls in his class like all lifted up their like skirts for him to see their underwear so he can Why? get back to normal and be like his normal pervy self again. No. Like so, so the moment a character goes into sad boy hours, that's when girls should lift up their skirts and show their panties. So that's kind of that's that's a low that's bar for up. me. <laughs> that's yeah. It was it was so insulting. Oh, it gets better because the main character, um, she like saw or the main female character, she saw him, um, you know, like because he like held a brave face. Of course, he did. Typical, you know, cliche uh, cliche protagonist. But he held a brave face, and then he walked away, and then he starts breaking down, and so and then he was like, "Oh no, I have to go back to my time." But I'm gonna make a promise to you and everything. And her promise is literally like stripping in front of him and like putting his hand on her boob, like. <laughs> oh dear. So yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, uh, don't watch that one, guys. <laughs> you are not gonna like Good it. Good to know. Uh, Good to know. So, for everybody in the girl talking discussion, what we're talking about genres, is there any noteworthy genre that you would like to spotlight, other than your favorites that deserve enough attention, or should be particular genres that? maybe are a bit more sketchy i don't know it's just like more like honorable mention stuff um i'll go first on that so i i would like to spotlight on um light fantasy because um well, mainly because light fantasy doesn't usually do well on our charts because um the story is more episodic and it can be a bit slow at times which i know is not everyone's thing but i personally really really like those because those you can really explore the world like the world building in that regard and um on top of that i think the slower like light fantasy ones are the ones who really dig deep into um and once again the thing i prefer um who digs deep into relationships and bonds between people and um fantasy genre as a whole tends to be more focused on the flashy fights you know and the mystery in the world but um i like the slow burn exploration of light fantasies a lot so while i would i definitely wouldn't say it's my favorite genre and i can't even say if i have a favorite genre in all honesty um i do um hope that people within the anime training community would enjoy it more hopefully so (laughs) So an example of light fantasy would be like Ascendance of a Bookworm in that sense. Yeah, that's a good one. Another one I think of nice. um, is Somali and the Forest Spirit. That one was very, okay. oh. very slow, very... Um, <clears throat> I mean, that is fantasy fantasy because it is in a completely different world with different species, but it's the same atmosphere, you know? Um, and then um, my last one I would say would be like Violet Evergarden, which has a world that very, very resembles our world in the past, but it is a different world still in a different, um, in different countries and such, so. Gotcha. What about you, Isabel? Uh, for me, um... If you had one. I guess I just want to highlight the, kind of like a supplement genre to most of the shows I like, or most of uh, the shows that are, I think, do decently well mm-hmm. and that people watch is uh, Supernatural. Mm, yeah, um, yeah, that's a good one. Stuff that's like K Project, uh, Noragami, 
and I guess Kekai Sensen, like those, like Supernatural is kind of oh, like the backseat, yeah, from yeah. from the action and stuff like that. So, but then the Supernatural kind of makes what makes anime unique in that they can mm-hmm. portray the supernatural. You could, you don't find, I mean, films do have su- supernatural, like real life films with real actors, but anime can just take it so much farther and, you know, play upon your imagination and stuff like that. So I just want to highlight that genre in a sense. I, I definitely agree that anime is more expensive in exploring the creative side of it versus like, media tends to or at least western media tends to really focus on just religious supernatural angels mm. demons and stuff like yeah. that or it's very static with werewolves and vampires it's not very broad mm-hmm. yeah uh, no actually i'm glad you chose to um i'm glad you chose to spot like that because i love natsume's book of friends which is like very supernatural oh, yes. so oh that's it a is. cute show uh, it's so super good cute. it also yeah. makes you cry it makes you laugh and it makes you cry if it makes you cry that's good <laughs> <laughs> crying is cathartic crying is good yes cry is very good um we stand crying here i i'm honestly i'm probably the one who cries the easiest out of you three so <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I don't I don't I don't know what what ticks people for crying so I I can't say. <laughs> um, what about you, Agnes? I would say sci-fi is something that I want to highlight because there's some sci-fi's that do really well, mm-hmm. and there's some sci-fi's where you just kind of like scratch your brain. You're like, I that's fine, but it's it's something that's really cool to explore because, like the supernatural, space is so expansive and wide you can do so many things with it mm-hmm. um the anime that i'm going to mention didn't actually do well because of the censorship but i had read terraform mars way 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 before the anime came out mm-hmm. and it was fun to read it was fun it was suspenseful it's got a lot of that survivalist mode mm-hmm. kind of thing which i liked about space and i guess that goes in the same vein why i like the alien franchise too a lot of survival in space, so that's usually really fun. Nice. I actually thought you were going to mention Psychopaths because for me, sci-fi is that's like my number one. Oh yeah, Psy- oh, Psychopaths yes. is amazing. That's good uh, in that regards too. It's like it's a it's a near it's like a distant future sci-fi setting. Um, I and I think I don't know if you managed to watch it, Isabel, but Human Lost was done pretty well too. In that regard oh. of, um of distant future, advanced uh, nanotechnology, but stratification society and politics and things like that. Oh, another really good movie that I don't know a lot of people watched or watched or read is from the Project Edo series Harmony, done, I think, by the Studio C, which is about um, nanomedicine, has oh. improved the lives of people greatly, and everyone is under one unified Medicare system. Interesting. But a group of girls decide that they want to be out of the system and try to commit suicide to escape it. <gasps> However, only one of them manages to succeed, and the two that are left have to grapple with the aftermath. Oh, That's dude. Very interesting. That sounds uh, I had, so good. I read both. I watched the movie, and I read the book. It's really good. I'll send you the link later, Gracie. Actually, I have the novel, too. It's very well done. Oh, that sounds so good. And in in the same vein of Project Edo, uh, he wrote another one called Genocidal Organ, which is about hardwiring soldiers to not have emotions and 
putting them through a lot of these psychological tests in order to test their efficiency. But they're but they come across a group of scientists that think there is a rem there is a remain uh what's what's the word a vestigial organ within the body that hardwires us naturally for sounds and emotions, which is really interesting. That was also really good too. Yeah, that sounds like a different take on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you guys like sci-fi stuff, try looking through the anime genre and like picking them up. I would say James would say, as somebody who really likes it, he would say, watch or read Space Brothers <laughs> if you like talking about people going to the moon and exploring planets and stuff. Or even Cowboy Bebop. That's also great sci-fi. Oh, um, yes. yes. Yes, classic right there. Um, yeah. Cool. So... Um, I really like listening to you guys talk about it because I learned more about you guys. Um, it's always fun. Um, and hopefully uh, the listeners learned a little more about us and our preferences and what we like and, you know, what we don't like and what we look for in regards to um, series. So uh, uh, for Girl Taku, we, um, we won't be like the main podcast series where we focus on currently airing anime or events uh, such as our awards um, that happens while uh, that happens currently we'll be speaking on more of a broader topic but hopefully you guys will stay with us and enjoy our girl taku talks Um, and um, we'll see you guys all next time bye 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 bye